The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, back with you. Rolling along here on this someday, really just getting started. This is Tim Brando. I always enjoy his thoughts when the when the big bad Power Five kind of pull a fast one on everybody else. Kind of, you know, let you peek behind the curtain. And there's that guy in the green suit. And he's kind of pulling all the strings, making it all happen. And we thought it was just this big open competition. Well, that's <laughs> not really. Uh, what, he'll get after him sometimes. Let's see here. He says, Tim Brando says, quote, the eye test is also code for elitists in college football that govern the college football playoff. I prefer pure playoff privileged, and I'll continue calling those using eye test elitists that gerrymander the system on behalf of these same teams annually. Our sport is in peril and must be fixed. You agree with Tim Brando? Somebody responded to him and said, I'm with you. Boise State proved your point in 2006. Next time two group of five teams come along that good, came along that good, Boise and TCU, they were put in the same bowl so as not to destroy any more myths. (laughs) The CELCOM is a gated community, it appears. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Um I mean, this right here is really something else. Now, you know, we are assuming that, number one, Ohio State will beat Northwestern in the Big Ten championship game and go to 6-0. and We are assuming that Alabama beats Florida and erases that possibility of Ohio State being kept out. And then assuming the third level that the College Football Playoff Committee indeed will go, yeah, Okay, they're in. They're in the playoff. I still question whether, I mean, if you're telling me that the entire country across the board is more interested in watching Ohio State versus Clemson like that in in a playoff game, then they would be this outlier, like Notre Dame versus Cincinnati, you know, or something like that, or, you know, Notre Dame versus Coastal Carolina. I'm t- I don't know how the game would go, those games, but I think the intrigue would actually be higher than, uh, here we go, so Ohio State and Clemson in there again. Seen that matchup 85 times over the last 10 years, it seems like, you know. Uh, so, But the group of five, what, what should they do? Somebody says, what's the likelihood of Will Muschamp being named a defensive coordinator at State? Um, It's unlikely. It's not likely. Walking Bully says, the Big Ten put the rule in place initially to prevent this exact situation, knowing it could happen. So what changed between then and now? Hey, did it work? It didn't work. Hey, y'all, I got my multi-tool back. But she just told me whatever she was using it for, it did not work. So I'm going to have to do it later. (laughs) 
So I'm going to use this later to open my box here from the Mississippi State University golf course. Um, <clears throat> yeah, walking bullies. You know, what changed? What changed between then and now? Well, what changed is Ohio State only got to play five games. It's, it's, it's a rigged up deal geared towards them anyway. That really the whole landscape of college football is rigged up and geared towards a few schools, just like Tim Brando says. And that's why a few schools, they kind of, you know, they get away with a little more in recruiting. Uh, they get by with a little more. They recover a little faster if they ever do kind of get their hand caught in a cookie jar and the NCAA is forced to do something. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 Broadway. You know, that's what it is. It's Broadway. You know, college football increasingly more and more, it, it's not wrestling. Wrestling, where the outcome is determined before they show up. But it's not as open competition as any other sport. The NFL, the NBA, college basketball, college baseball, high school football, high school sports. It's the one that is the most rigged up and ready to go. I hate to say it, but it is. At least in terms of the championship level goes. Because I've said the way the sport has been run over the past couple of three decades has created this Grand Canyon where there's about 10 programs and schools on one side of the Grand Canyon from everybody else. Nick on the Country Pleasing text line says, USC, if they could get their act together, that's right. Pac-12, you got basically one or two in the Pac-12 that are money grabbers enough for the TV partners and for the other conferences, and that's USC and Oregon, that if you can get them in the mix, you're, they're okay with that. You know, They'll pull them in if they can get them in the mix. But it's already, look, it's already this big exclusive deal. Why? Because it's a four-team playoff, and you have five power conferences. You know, you heard the thing about Kirk Herbstreet, and he started his rant by saying, well, this is all about conference championship this games. This is about what happens in the conference championship games. If Ohio State's sitting there, if they go to Indianapolis and they win and they're 6-0 and and they put on a Big Ten championship crown and they're Big Ten champs, I don't care if they played five games, six games, if they're crowned Big Ten champs, what happens in Charlotte, what happens in Atlanta is going to dictate where Ohio State is. If Alabama beats Florida, Ohio State would be in. Ohio State fans should be the biggest Alabama fans going because of Alabama. Okay, so we're talking about conference championship games, right? And and so what, what he's highlighting is what nobody involved with the college football playoff will come out and say whenever they're asked, you're going to expand the playoff to more teams? Well, they'll never come out and say what they're really thinking. Well... We kind of like it like it is because really we got four team playoff and we're really going to take four conference champions outside of the weird situation where we might take two SEC teams. You got five, you got a power five and you couldn't possibly take all of the conference champions from the power five. Could you? Cause you have a four team playoff. What is it that Pete from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou says? That don't make no sense. Is it conference champions or is it not? Well, if it's not conference champions, what is it? Oh, it's the best teams, the four best teams. Is it? <clears throat> is that what it is? Because in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, the Big Ten made a poor decision to hastily make a decision 
only to come back and reverse it because everybody else is playing football. They put in a rule themselves. They put in their own rule. Six-game minimum to be in our conference championship this year in a shortened season, six-game minimum. Only to find out that Ohio State had only played five. So we're going to lift the rule in the last week of the season. Folks, it is pitiful. It is absolutely pitiful. It's not an open competition. Louvier says, is Ohio State one of the four best teams? I think they are just saying go Saints. I think a lot of people think that. I, I mean, you can certainly look at it, their players and the way they recruit and the way they send them on to the NFL, that they're one of the four best teams. The problem is, Louvier, they haven't played enough games for us to know if they could earn their way into the playoff or not. They've played half as many games as these other guys. Half. You know, we talk about the gauntlet that an SEC schedule is. I mean, A&M's going to play nine games this all said and done. <laughs> They're only lost to Alabama. And you go, okay, but Ohio State's one of the four best teams. Well, maybe they are, but they haven't played enough games to really show us one way or the other. Meanwhile, A&M has shown us they are one of the five best teams in college football. They're sitting at home because their conference is not willing to move things around for their for one team's benefit. If the SEC was of the mindset of the Big Ten, what do they do right now? A&M needs a game. It would benefit them to beat somebody this week and next. They're going to beat Tennessee next week. It'd benefit them to beat somebody this week. The SEC would break their own rule. What did the SEC say back in early December, late November? Teams are allowed to schedule makeup games up until December the 19th, but they may not add opponents who weren't on their original schedule. The SEC said that at the end of November. Well, if the SEC was as squirrely and backboneless as the Big Ten leaders were, right this minute the SEC would say, uh, we're lifting that rule. A&M, schedule somebody. Who haven't you played? Who isn't playing this weekend? Who needs a, who needs a game? Somebody play A&M. Tell you what, A&M, Tennessee, y'all play this week. A&M, Ole Miss, y'all play the end of the week uh, or the end of the season. Tennessee's opponent this week's like, hey, wait a minute. Ah, Vandy, well, for the heck with y'all. We need to get A&M in the playoff because it's $6 million for us. In light of what the Big Ten is doing, you have to have respect for SEC leaders. They're not moving the pieces around during the ball during the game. They're not moving their battleships, so to speak, during the course of the game. What they are doing is absolutely pitiful. There's about half of the existing college football fans out there who really are okay with it and don't care. I have news for you. A dwindling attendance and interest in college football that other half of the fan base out there cares. They don't like it, and they're about to be fed up. Spend my money somewhere else. It's pitiful, y'all. Is this, is this what we're capable of? It's pitiful. It's embarrassing. Stick around.